already had church today, Red Rocks. If you're joining us for the first time, you're like, this is not like most church experiences. Correct. Welcome. We're so glad you're with us. And know this, no matter who you are, no matter what you've been through, no matter how bad it's been, no matter how close to God you might feel today, no matter how far from God you might feel today, no matter what you believe, no matter what you, your doubts are, I want you to know this. In this place, which you are now a part of, you are welcomed and loved and valued. You've already been prayed for. You're accepted. We're glad you're with us. So welcome to Red Rocks Church and welcome home. With, without any further ado, I would like to introduce today's speaker, we know him as Uncle Jimmy. Hold your applause. We know him as Uncle Jimmy. He is absolutely my brother. His son, Jaden, is here with us today. Jaden, where are you? Jaden, what's up, Jaden? Jaden, Jaden had to, uh, well, we had to learn some things last night on the ping pong table, didn't we, Jaden? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We had to learn some things. Uncle Jimmy and Jaden came over last night. Guys, all I wanted to do in COVID is learn how to cook a good steak. I bought a new grill during COVID to learn how to cook a good steak. Jimmy came to my house last night, Ronnie, and in a cast iron skillet in the kitchen, made the best steak I've ever tasted in my entire life. It's crazy. Red Rocks Church, wherever you're at, please make some noise for the one and only, our beloved Uncle Jimmy. What's up, Red Rocks? What's going on, church? Man, I'm going to be honest with you. The presence of God is in this place. And I know I normally start out and we're all excited and all that, but I want you to know that what's amazing about this COVID crazy season is a long, long time ago, God gave his son Jesus. And what he did is he left his home so that he could be at home with us. And as a seasons like this and this COVID craziness when we're just like, man, we've got the presence of storms and the presence of discouragement and the presence of doubt and the presence of fear. But I want to encourage you in this season today, right now, wherever you are, one, come on, we are one church, thousands of locations that the presence of God can be right where you are in your house. You are never too far from God and I just felt that in my spirit and I don't I can't sing the best but I just even when I don't see it you're working even when I can't feel it you're working come on you never stop you never stop working you never stop you never stop working I want to encourage you this there's been many seasons in my life where I'm honest I, I'm gonna be completely honest with you I, just the, the storms were raging and and there was no peace and there was discouragement and the Holy Spirit gave me this kind of insight and it was simply this that when the disciples were in the boat and Jesus was asleep and, and, and Jesus woke up and he calmed the storm I realized something that peace is not the, the, the presence of a storm it's not the presence of something it's the presence of someone 
and I want you to know that that someone is Jesus Christ that no matter what is raging right now in your life that no matter what is going on right now in your life it's the tangible presence of God that you can have right where you are if you need healing guess what the presence of God is there if you need deliverance the presence of God right there if you need joy the presence of God is with you in this season I just want the team to go back into that real quick and I'm feeling God in this place come on you never stop come on can we worship Red Rock Church you never stop come to discover Pastor Sean and Joe I've come to discover that it's one moment in God's presence I can change everything just one moment man sometimes I just can't wait to get to church I just can't wait to turn on a worship track I just can't wait to shut all shut myself out from all the noise get on my knees and just listen and focus in with God in his presence I want you to open your Bibles with me to Mark chapter 2, and I'm going to jump right in to this word, and uh, this is going to be a, a weird transition, but I just felt God in this place, and I'm at home, y'all. This is Uncle Jimmy. I ain't no guest speaker. Like, this is my family. Amen. And uh, this scripture, this text, this passage of scripture, it's going to highlight what some of us just experienced when, when the worship team was singing and and, and what you felt right there, those weren't goosebumps. That was the presence of God. And what I'm excited about is at the end of this message, I want to introduce you to Jesus, the Holy Spirit, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and let you give an opportunity to experience his presence. If you're far from God, God will make up the distance. In Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, it says, When Jesus returned to Capernaum, several days later, the news spread quickly that he was back home. Soon the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room, even outside the door. Check it out, while he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed guy on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. They lowered the man on this mat right down in front of Jesus, right down in the presence of God. Verse 5, seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. And later on, we know in this passage of scripture that this man was healed. And I preached this a long time ago. I think my first time here, this guy picked up his mat and he went out and he changed his city. 
And I'm, I'm, I'm all about changing the city. But it starts in the local church. It starts in a house. And I want to just preach to you from the idea that this is a house of miracles. This Red Rocks Church is a house of miracles. And right now, Red Rocks Church is not a building. It is one church, what, thousands of locations all around the world. That means that your house right now is a house of miracles. I don't care how big your house is. I don't know about the financial condition of your house right now. I don't know about the marriage that is going on in the house right now. Or maybe you're single and you're in your house all alone and you're feeling isolated. But can I encourage you that the house you're in right now is a house of miracles. It's a house of miracles. And I'm believing that in this Kingdom Builder series, that God is going to expand the vision of the house. That God is going to increase the reach of the house. That the presence of God is not a respecter of COVID or Corona. Come on, somebody. Like, God's presence trumps all of that. In fact, what I love about this and what you saw in that video is the power of a church. What you saw in that video with how you guys have been the tangible hands and feet of Jesus. You've been doing outreach. And I, I want to just open up with this kind of statement that this church is not a church that does outreach. This church is an outreach that's powered by a house, by a church. And that power is, is, is all about, it's fueled by the presence of God. It's fueled by worship moments. Don't ever forsake those moments at home. I'm telling you right now, it'll change your life. It'll change your day at work. It'll change your marriage. This is the house of Miracles. Y'all ready to get in God's word? Come on, somebody. Amen. Hey, before we jump in, can we just put our hands together for your amazing pastors? Come on. Come on. I said amazing wherever you are right now. Come on, Sean and Jill Johnson. He, he, I mean, he can build a church. He can't cook a steak. But I absolutely love your pastors, and they are literally, I, this is not something I just say. They are uh, Irene and I's dearest friends, we talk all the time. And let me tell you something. There's one thing if you're a friend that I call you. There's another thing if I FaceTime you. Come on, somebody. A little, little FaceTime with the Johnsons. The Johnsons and the Rollins. It's a little FaceTime. Come on, somebody. Ebony and Ivory. A little FaceTime. This is a house of miracles. I want to give some context to this passage of Scripture before I jump in. And I want you to understand that it says that this place where this house was, it, it says when Jesus returned to Capernaum. It's important for us to understand uh, the geographical location of this passage of Scripture. Capernaum was, uh, was really the, the chief launching pad of Jesus' ministry. Capernaum was the place where he called Andrew and Peter. Capernaum was the place where Jesus did many miracles. And I love how the Bible highlights here, it says that Jesus was back home. Jesus was at home. Now, I'm a sports fan. I don't know about you, but I, I love a good football game. I love a good basketball game. Come on. I wouldn't. Sean, your pastor, Sean, I, I didn't play him in ping pong last night because I just want to stay undefeated. <laughs> but I love a good game. And what I found out about sports games, or about, I don't know who your favorite team is here in Denver, is there is something powerful about being at home. There's something amazing about having the home field advantage. You understand that when you have the home field advantage, 
the winning percentages go up. When you have the home field advantages, the, there are more for you than against you. When you have the home field advantage, you are used and uh, used to, and the atmosphere is conducive for you. You are a winner at the home field advantage. What I love about having the home field advantage is, no matter how much you're down, come on somebody, you have this like power, momentum, these people behind you that says, no, you can come back from anything. Kind of like God's church. I want you to know that Jesus was at home in this house, which means that everybody in this house has the home field advantage. Can I encourage you, Red Rocks, that that's why I can't wait to get back and worship corporately. Come on, I, I love on my computer, I love that, and, and then that's a season. But when you come back in this place, understand that you are going to advance the kingdom of God like never before. How do I know that? Because people are going to come to this house that have never been in this house. So if your marriage, come on, somebody, is down, you can come back from that. If you're discouraged, you can come back from that. If you've got fear, you can come back from that. Why? Because Jesus was at home. The Bible says clearly that the news spread quickly. Man, I love that video. I love what you guys are doing through this house, and the news is spreading. The news is spreading about Red Rocks Church, not just here in Denver, but all around the world in Brussels. Come on, somebody. The news is spreading that God is doing something special in the house of Red Rocks Church. This is a house of miracles. And if this room were packed out, I would ask you, man, I want to buy, buy a show of hands or buy some noise or, some buy, or buy some praise. Has this been a house of miracle for you? Has your marriage come back together as as a result of this house have you found your joy as a result of this house have you found peace in the presence of a storm in the results of this house has God turned your fear into faith as a result of being in this house this is a house of miracles let us not ever get familiar with what God is doing here at Red Rocks Church what I love about this passage of scripture it says that the house was packed Come on, ain't nothing like a packed house. Ain't nobody's house packed right now. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all been packing like hoarding toilet paper. Uh-huh, paper towels. You know, me, it's been meats. Just in my, my freezer, I just got meats. I got steak everywhere. Come on. Just packing stuff out like that is not, you know, you don't even need it. But what I love about this house here is this house is packed with lost people. This house is packed with broken people. And when I looked at this, I had to go back into, into the previous chapter in chapter one and see what was leading up to this point of this revival in this house. Mark chapter one, uh, John the Baptist, he prepares the way of Jesus. In verse 14, it says, Jesus began preaching the kingdom. In verse 16, he calls the disciples to follow him. In verse 21, he enters the synagogue and casts out demons in an unclean spirit. In verse 29, watch this now. This is how amazing the ministry of Jesus was. He enters the house of Peter and Andrew and heals Peter's mother-in-law. Come on, somebody. How many of y'all mother-in-law needs a touch from Jesus? (laughs) Absolutely amazing. Jesus is doing work in the streets and in the houses. 
In verse 32, people are brought to Jesus to be healed. Jesus healed a leper in verse 40. And then he tells the leper not to tell anyone. And the leper goes and tells everyone, and the news begins to start spreading. But there was something significant about this house. The Bible says that there was no more room in the house because all of the people who needed a touch from God. It also says that there was no room outside of the door. Now, if you read Mark chapter 1, you will see that there was a whole city outside of the door. It wasn't just three or four people. There were people that were broken. There were people that were hungry. There were people that needed a touch from God. Red Rocks, can I encourage you that there is a city outside the door of your church that when you open these doors back up, that they're going to come in. I'm telling you right now, I know you got multi-site and many campuses, but I believe that the best days of this church are still ahead of you and the worst days are behind you because there are people outside of the door because the presence of God is in the house. What I never want is for something like Jesus to cause our house to be full, but our house not be full of Jesus. I want our house to always say more. I want our house to, at the end of the year, that that after we've given and we've tied, that we're going to give over and above to advance the vision of Red Rocks Church. I want to encourage you, Red Rocks Church. Yes, we don't determine the vision. But next weekend, as you prepare for this Kingdom Builders offering, this, this, this end of the year offering, you can determine the velocity of the vision. We're going to take this thing to a whole nother level. Can somebody say in, the, in this studio, we ain't, we ain't through yet. Come on, somebody. God's got more in store for us because there's something special about the house. When I look at this passage of scripture, I've been asking myself, like, what, what, what was it? What was so special about this house? Why was this house so amazing? And I see three things working. I want to I drop these three things on you. Number one is this. This house was full of intercessors. That's a big church word right there. Intercessors. Come on, somebody. can somebody say intercessors? Like what in the world is an intercessor? An intercessor was someone who prayed. That word intercessor, it really means someone who intervenes on the behalf of of someone or something. It's someone who, who, who will, come on, be in the presence of God. It is someone who, who understands that prayer is not a last resort, but a first response. An intercessor is someone who, who, who doesn't sing worship songs. They, they, they prefer the lifestyle of worship over just the lyrics of worship. I'm talking about an intercessor. What I loved about today's worship service, y'all went back and got an old hymn. I'm telling you right now, the worship team, y'all was, I need to bring some of y'all white folks back to our church. I was like, oh my gosh, the presence of God was in here. Do you know the foundation that was laid when this church, before this church even is what it is today? There were people who prayed. There were people who fasted. There were people who sought out the presence of God. Come on. There were people like Jesus who prepared the way for the kingdom of God, prepared the way for the broken, the lost, the sick, the downtrodden. Intercessors. It says that when Jesus returned to Capernaum, the news spread that he was back home and and soon this house, it was so packed, 
of lost people. I, I love this. Pastor Sean, I, I love how the presence, it attracts brokenness. The presence attracts fear. It attracts people who think that they're too far from God to be around church people. It's the presence of God. But I love the fact that in this room, there were some intercessors who prepared the way. What I love about this church, man, y'all's technology is, is amazing. I, wanna, I ain't going to lie. I want to be a thief. I want to steal some haze and some lights. Come on, somebody. I want to take a few tech people back with me and my luggage. Uh-huh. But man, the presence, none of that matters without the presence of God. Nothing. It's not the haze, this mist that is kind of in the air. It is the tangible work of the Holy Spirit who was at work in your heart, in your house, in your kitchen, in your car, in your bedroom right now. And God is looking for some intercessors that will protect the presence. Pastor, what are you talking about? Well, in this place where Jesus is at home, I was thinking about Conrad. I was thinking about, you know, home, the homecoming game when I was in high school. There was nothing like the homecoming game. The homecoming game was where everybody rallied. The homecoming game was where crazy people, you know, painted their face and, and they prepared the place for homecoming game. But when I was in high school, what you had to do, you had to get a group of people that would protect the mascot because the opponent would try to steal the mascot. Because when the mascot was doing his thing, your team was winning. But when the mascot got stolen, your team was losing. Can I encourage you, kingdom builders? Can I encourage you, Red Rocks Church, that the presence of God is your mascot and we need some intercessors who will pray outside of church to protect the presence, who will worship outside of the walls to protect the presence. Come on, somebody, somebody who says no. We've got to go forward in fasting and praying to protect the presence. When I looked at this, I thought about 1 Samuel chapter 4 when the Israelites were winning, but when the Ark of the Covenant got stolen, they lost because the Philistines stole their mascot. Can we be careful in this kingdom builder season to make sure we understand that as we give and as we serve and as we live beyond ourselves, what we're doing is we're protecting the mascot. We're saying, man, the presence of God is so amazing there. We got to make sure that even during COVID craziness, that there's not a downturn financially because when we open up the doors, there are people outside of the doors who are waiting to get into the house of God. Jesus does his best work in houses. Come on, 2 Kings all the way in the Old Testament. There was a woman with a jar of oil. Her husband had just died. And Elisha comes by her house and says, well, what do you have? She says, all I have is a little bit of oil. And this woman who had just lost her husband, this woman who had, who, who, who's depressed, this woman who's in grieving, that, that because she had the presence in her house, Jesus did a miracle and multiplied that oil. And it changed that entire city. Come on, I'm talking about the woman with the issue of blood. Do you remember her? There's this woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. And there's this guy named Jarius who lived beside her, who was a temple worker, and his daughter got sick back at home. And Jairus, Jesus came by Jairus' house, 
And, and Jesus stepped into the house and said that this girl is not dead. She's just sleeping. And he put out everybody who didn't have faith. And this girl miraculously woke up because that was a house of miracles. Can I tell you that the same Jesus who healed that girl can heal your wayward teenager right now in the presence of God? He does his best work in houses. There were intercessors in this house. Number two, there were also influencers in this house. You see, the intercessors, they protected the presence. But the influencers, they had a heart for the people. The intercessors protected God's presence. The influencers had a heart for God's people. Check it out. It says that why? While he was preaching God's word to them, Jesus, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed guy on a mat. Four influencers, four people that said, man, we got to carry somebody's mat. Four people that said we can't just be a church who does church inside of the four walls. Four people who said that church doesn't start when service starts. Church starts when service is over because we don't just go to church. We are the church. Come on, Red Rocks, can I encourage you that church has not been closed because of COVID-19? Church has been commissioned to go outside the four walls of the church. And so while we're in our lack right now, with COVID, what are we doing for our neighbors? Are we grabbing the corner of somebody's mat? And what I love about the Kingdom Builders season, that as you give, you don't give to a church, you give through a church because there's always some influencers, some outreach, some crazy people who will paint their face, some crazy people who will go outside of the four walls of the church and invite people to church. Guess what? You're fueling that vision. You're fueling the influencers. Influencers are a little cray-cray. Come on. Influences make you uncomfortable when you walk up, come on, into a restaurant and they start inviting people to church. You're like, I'm not here for that. Influencers will, 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 will pray for somebody in the midst of a mall. Influencers, come on, somebody, they will not just take food to their neighbor. They'll ask their neighbor in this season, is there anything we can pray for you for? Influencers, I love the fact Come on, I've been around your pastor a whole lot. He a little cray. He's an influencer. Him and Jill are intercessors. There says, no, we got to take this thing to a whole nother level. Influencers connect with the hurting. The Bible says in Luke 19, 10, for the son of man did not come to seek. He came to seek and save those who are lost. Back in the, these homecoming games, there used to be like two sides, right? There was the side I was on, which is the winners. Come on, somebody. And then there was the opponents on the other side. And they don't really do this now, but we used to sing this kind of chant. And the chant would go, we got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. How about you? And the opponent would say, we got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. How about you? And the winners would say, we got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. How about you? The opponent says, we got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. And whoever was loudest was the ones who really had the spirit. And I started thinking about church. 
I started thinking about the influencers. I started thinking about Jesus when he calls the disciples and he tells them to go make disciples. What he's saying is, hey, let's never keep the spirit to ourselves. We've got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. How about the homeless guy? How about the lost guy? How about the broken family? How about the family that is, there's a pending divorce? It's time for the church people to be influencers that says we've got spirit. Yes, we do. And we're not going to keep this spirit to ourselves. We've got spirit. How about you? And not look at broken people as opponents, but an opportunity to come into a house. Because people are building the kingdom of God to get reached, to get restored, to get regenerated. Come on, somebody. I believe in this season, Red Rocks, that you're going to reach more lost people than you've ever reached before. Can, can somebody shout that with me? Say, we got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. How about you? We need intercessors. We need influencers. Four people who go out and bring lost people to church. Four people who will carry somebody and not drop them because things get a little bit messy when you're going after lost people. That's what Kingdom Builders is all about. We're building the kingdom of God. What I love about these influencers is they come back to the house and the place is so packed that what did they do? The Bible says that they went to the roof and they removed the lid. They removed constriction. They removed complacency. They removed, come on somebody, they removed comfortability. There were four kingdom builders who says, no, 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 we haven't done enough yet. This is just the beginning. There were four kingdom builders as influences that says, no, 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 we got to have another campus. We got to have more buildings. We got to have more staff. We got to reach more people for Jesus Christ. There were intercessors and influencers that says we can never settle because we got spirit. No, they understood that the son of man does not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom. Man, I want to wake up the influencer in you. I want to wake up as you think about next week and you think about what you ought to give. I'm going to, I'm believing God that you're going to give your best next week. I'm believing that there's going to be more in store for you as you give. What I love about this principle of sowing and reaping in the Bible, that when you bless God's house, he blesses your house. And there's so many people in the fear right now. Now, what am I going to do? Man, I, I, I got to hold on to it. I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm a little scared. I think it's crazy. Just when God called Abraham, Abraham who was old, Abraham 99 years old, Abraham who could not have a son. He has a son. God had showed him a vision and said, you're going to be a father of nations. So shall your descendants be. And, and then he has a son and you ask for it. And some of us right now, we just have one little thing left and God is asking for it. And he's saying, next week, give it to me. He's saying, next week, trust me. He said, next week, be faithful. Because Abraham, he realized something. That his last was actually the first for his next. His last was actually the first 
for his next. In other words, when he trusted God, there was a ram in the bush and that ram was released and God had a miracle on his behalf too. I want to encourage you, Red Rocks Church, wherever you are in the world listening right now, I triple dog dare you to get involved and to get behind the vision of this church next week and watch God move as you bless this house of miracles. Watch the miracle come to your house. Influencers, intercessors, and number three, investors. What was so special about this house? Intercessors, they protected the presence. Influencers, they had a heart for the people. And investors, they made provision for the vision. They made provision for the vision. Isn't it crazy how right now, no matter your condition, no matter your past, no matter what you've gone through, that next week you have the opportunity to team up with God to change someone's world. Come on, I've been cut from a few teams. I remember in high school, there was a team I didn't make because they said I wasn't good enough. They're lost. Come on, somebody. (laughs) But I love the fact that in this house of miracles, that people who weren't all the way healed yet actually contributed to other people's healing. People who weren't already there yet, they helped other people get there. Come on, people who didn't dot all their I's and cross all their T's, they were a part of the atmosphere of miracles. That's why I love this church, because church got to be a little messy. Everybody ain't perfect. Nobody's got it all together. We're all broken. This, come on, we don't judge people because they sin differently than us. This is church. This is Red Rocks Church. This is the church that I want to invest in. Mark 2, it says they couldn't bring him to Jesus when these four guys came to this house of miracles because of the crowd. So they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. And verse 5 says this, seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. There were investors. I was thinking about this as I did this study. As the worship team comes, as I did this study, I realized that somebody had to build the steps for those four guys to get that lost person up on that roof. Somebody actually had to build the roof that the four guys removed. Somebody had to craft the walls. Somebody had to do the blueprints. Somebody had to serve in the parking lot. Somebody had to serve on security. Somebody had to serve right now in this COVID craziness in the internet and the online ministry. Somebody had to do something that was not practical. It was eternal. Everything that you do in the house of God is an investment in eternity. And can I encourage you, Red Rocks Church? It has nothing to do with an ROI a return on investment. It has everything to do with an R-O-E, a return in eternity. Everything you do, you don't give to a church. 
you live and you give and you serve through a church. And I am so excited about next weekend. I am so excited that because of you, the vision of this house is going to go further, faster. Because we've got intercessors. Because we have influencers. And because we have investors. I want to tell you one story and then I'm out of your way. There's this guy uh, years ago. I was just starting our five church, our church back in Baltimore. And I had this idea to have a track and field ministry. Like, who, what church does track and field? Well, a church that rips the roof off and changes the front door of the church. And so we started this track and field ministry, and we had no money, not a dollar, not one dollar. I just had a vision. I had a vision that we were going to have this ministry, and we were going to, you know, uh, uh, reach, you know, the community through sports and through track and field. And I had no idea, and some of you have heard the story before, uh, uh, you know, that we would have over 450 athletes, you know, eight years later come through, and over 30 uh, D1 full-ride scholarships have come to some kids who are fatherless because there was vision. But first it started out at vision. There was no provision. Not a dollar. I just had an idea. And I sat with this guy, Marvin Davis, who owned a carpet cleaning company at our church. And Marvin back then, I remember him telling me. And he told me I could tell this. He said, I, Pastor, I'm not living, very, I'm not living right. I, I, don't, I don't want to be in the spotlights. And I, 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 you know, can, can we just talk from every now and then? I, my marriage is jacked up and I'm in trouble with the IRS and, and things aren't right. And, and he said, but pastor, what's on your heart? And I said, a track and field program. And he says, what do you see? I said, I see kids who are without fathers impacting the track to impact the world. I see, I see kids getting full scholarships and learning and, 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 and coming into church and, and, and us ripping the, the roof off of traditionalism to win lost people for Jesus. And I, I began to tell him about the prayer, the prayers that I prayed as an intercessor. I began to tell him about the vision of wanting to be an influencer in our city. And I looked at Marvin and I said, yeah, you can't run track. Matter of fact, you look slow. But can you get behind this vision? And he said, well, my business is not doing very well right now. And I said, Marvin, I, I understand, but I'm just asking, can you trust God and trust me? And, and Marvin wrote a $2,500 check. And on the memo line of that check, he wrote the word restoration. And he handed me a check and slid it across the table. And I began to cry and I began to weep because that was the biggest check that I had ever seen at our church. And what I love, that today I miss Marvin. Because five years later, he went in for a normal procedure. And I was in Florida. I'll never forget, I was in Miramar, Florida. And I got a call that said, Marvin had passed away suddenly. And still today, that wrecks me. But what I love about legacy 
is even though Marvin passed away, his impact has not passed away. Pastor Wood's legacy it is doing something and being something that out, being a part of something that outlets you. And next week you have the opportunity to be just like Marvin. Every single track athlete who gets a scholarship, I tell them about that $2,500 seed. Now we're hosting the Junior Olympics at the AAU in Baltimore. And I wonder if Marvin knew that day that he was an intercessor, an influencer, and an investor. Red Rocks Church, this is a house of miracles. And you have the opportunity to invest in this house of miracles and see paralyzed people walk in their purpose. Mark chapter 2 verse 5 says, seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed guy, your sins are forgiven. That guy's miracle was not up to his faith, but it was up to the faith of a few intercessors, a few influencers, and a few people that made an investment into his life. And that guy got up off that mat because the people in the house invested, interceded, and influenced that house. Can I pray for you? Father, right now, every single person who is watching this message, I pray, God, that you would do a miracle in their house. God, I pray they've been between a prayer and a promise. And I pray right now, God, that your presence would come in and change everything in that place. It's crazy how the place was packed out. And I love the fact that the place was packed out with people who needed a miracle. But the place at the end was a bunch of people who praised because they got a miracle. Father, right now, I pray that everyone receive what they have been praying for during this holiday season. And Father, next week, God, as they trust you, that they give. God, that they live beyond themselves, that they love beyond their preferences. God, and they help advance and speed up the vision of Red Rocks Church. In Jesus' name. And for every person who's listening to the sound of my voice, and you know that your relationship with God, that there's distance. And you says, Pastor, I, I feel, I, I want that miracle in my house. I just want you to know it starts with just one simple prayer, just accepting Jesus into your heart. And it's not complex. It's just saying, Jesus, I trust you. I'm tired of doing this thing on my own. I want you to make yourself known in my house, in my heart. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are Jesus and that you are my savior and you are my king. And I repent for my sins and I invite you into my house in Jesus' name. And everybody said a good amen. Come on, why don't you stand up right where you are in your house as the worship team comes. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. They make a miracle